Hello everyone, this is Carmen and Moises and welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So today we're going to talk about adjustments. adjustments. Adjustments, we're going to give you detailed instructions on how to do them from the microphone and you'll be a master <laughs> expert by the end of the episode on how to do all adjustments, every pose, every single pose. I, this, that's, that's not what I had in mind. That's when you, what when you said adjustments, I thought we were going to discuss adjustments yes or adjustments no. I mean, oh, that was that like it? the first I mean, thing it's, it's impossible to teach them on the phones, on the, on the <laughs> microphone. So. Yeah, I know. So I, I know, I know, I know you, you were joking. But it's, you know, it's like this, should you, um, are you pro? Are you, uh, you know, for that or against that, against the adjustments? Do you like to get adjusted when, you, when you're in a class? Um, what, what do you think? What is your opinion? Because then, then I'll, I'll give you my opinion. But just it depends on the quality of the adjustment. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the what happens or something we all acknowledge is that I know no 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 we don't all acknowledge that something that I believe is one hundred percent true but is not one hundred percent acknowledged <laughs> is that you can injure someone with an adjustment. Yes, I think it's a fact. Yes, and then I I see two approaches. One approach is completely ignore that and it is kind of dangerous to see some some times some people do you mean, you mean completely so ignore that and still the, go for it yeah, still go like for just, the just go do, go do adjustments and regardless of how safe they are and then the exact opposite approach which is I don't touch anybody because I am so afraid of injuring anyone <laughs> right so yeah. the like everything in life I guess the middle ground is the way to go Right, so you acknowledge that you can injure someone, and then you say, "Okay, if I can injure someone, how do I plan? How do I approach my adjustments?" Because I, I think it's a very valuable thing to do. Absolutely. In so many ways, so so many if, ways. If you know, if you know how to do them, for sure. I Absolutely. mean, it, it it adds a lot of value to your class, especially you know, like face to face in real life that. You know, you're adjusting someone, and if you know what you're doing, it's definitely gonna help that student so much. But like you're saying, it has to, you have to know know what you're doing. I mean, I have been injured myself mm-hmm. uh, by teachers, mm-hmm. by well-known teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, in a class mm-hmm. doing an adjustment because they were very harsh, and and it just it so happened. So, and you cannot really. See and that in those days, for sure, you couldn't really say anything about that. It was like, oh, okay, so maybe my body is not right, or my knees are not right, and that's why I got I got hurt. But you know, you kind of almost blame yourself for the injury that that you got, right? But um, in my case, I I like to get adjusted if I know the person that is going to adjust me. If I don't know that person, I would I would pass. I'd be like, thank you so much, but no. I mean, it just you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I don't. But but I, if I know that 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 teacher, then I would definitely yes, um, because I, an adjustment, a good adjustment is well. What is a good adjustment for you? Well, uh-huh. just, let's just de- define define that. Can you can you like put it in some sort of frame? I, can, I don't I don't know what a good adjustment is. I know how I adjust it. Right, 
Because I think that there's many ways of doing it right. The way I well, did it. Exactly, that's true. So one, so way, one way for you. My way. The to, way that worked for me. The way that I, I had right, kind of success it right. with it. Right? So, because I used to teach when we were at the studio. I used to teach the level three classes. Right? And I couldn't demo anything. Absolutely anything. The reason why people came in, because I could adjust them in the hard poses. That's what we did. So my class revolved around the fact that I was going to get them warm up, because see yoga is a lot of warm up, warm up, preparation, 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 right? So we prepare, we warm up the body, so there's like no injuries, et cetera, et cetera. And then by the time came to do the hard pose, I would <laughs> arrange sometimes, it's like you go first, you go second, you go third, I would like put them in order of execution so I could be with every single one or the back row does this, the front row does that. I would, I mean, I, I would have to coordinate the class in a weird way, so I could go and adjust every single person in the room, right? In the hard pose or in the peak pose, right? So the a good adjustment then. A good adjustment. A good adjustment. Look, I, I, I left you. I left you speechless. This the, the is, doesn't is, happen. Doesn't happen often. The thing is that for me, for me, for me, please tell me what a good adjustment is. For me, a good adjustment is one that is. It, it shows you the way. Mm -hmm. It shows you how it's going to be the next little step for you, whether that is balance wise, flexibility wise, strength wise, you know. Um, but it is not overwhelming, not overpowering, which is. A mistake that a lot of people I think make when they do adjustments. So let's say they, for instance, you're adjusting someone in Scorpion, right? In Forearm Scorpion or Handstand Scorpion. Let's say Forearm Scorpion. Like it's just more more stand there. So and you just try to shove that person's feet towards the head, uh, regardless of lumbar strength or how collapsed that person is on their shoulders and how much strength they have to actually support themselves when you push down, etc. When a good adjustment would just For me, it would take you a little bit further on of what your capacities have, you know, or what your capacities can do. And you can see that next step, you know, that, that next next uh, thing that I have to work on, whether that is projection, the, breaking the legs more, lengthening more the flexors, engaging more the glutes and the lower back uh, to help me supporting in the pose. Etc. Because I've seen so many people, like when the studio, there were so many girls that were very, very flexible, right? In that particular pose, I'm thinking of that pose for a reason because that is a pose that people just dump themselves into that back bend, right? And then I would have to literally hold their legs and their butts and their hips and just, and they could touch so easily that their heads, but I was doing all the work. I was supporting, I was doing the work of the lumbar, that the lumbar spine should do, just support yourself in that back bend. Because if I, was, if I wasn't there, they would flip over, you know, into a viparita or a wheel mm -hmm. on the forearms, right? So just, they would just flip over. And like that adjustment, so many other things, so many things are adjusting someone in a handstand that you can barely, barely, barely hold a handstand. And then you're just, you know, holding by the hips or by the rib cage and just hugging them and making them like, Ooh, you're doing a handstand. You're not really doing a handstand. You're not doing really scorpion at all. I am doing all the work for you and it is dangerous to, for me, 
because as an adjuster for you because this is just way beyond your level That's and true. also you 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 think oh i'm almost there like you think mm. your mind plays you tricks like oh i'm almost doing this pose so maybe i could do it and you're not really given a, a reality check of what it is that that pose how is that pose felt in the body so i like to adjust just a little bit more okay so i just making making the legs go a little bit closer to the head for instance or holding your hands down a little bit less you know we can do like a down dog at the wall but i want to involve the person that i'm adjusting more so it's just it's not just me doing all the work for that person i could do that i mean obviously you know you're gonna eventually get hurt yourself and get injured very likely yourself as an adjuster which that also happens a lot but i mean i could do all the work it's not because i'm lazy and i don't want to do the work for you it's because it's safer for you to just actively engage yourself while you're in the pose and then i adjust you that extra 10 percent, 50 percent, 20 percent and depending on how that person is breathing how they're you know in the pose not panicking not freaking out not just all spastic, then I can continue with the adjustment and perhaps do another 5%, 10% more, etc. Right? You know, you know. Yeah. I think you have some ideas on what to Finally, say. Finally, because so, I was listening to you and uh, I agreed and I agreed and I agreed. And I, I mean, the whole thing of let them feel the next level, the next step in their own path of the pose. But not five steps it's ahead. It's just one you know, step ahead. One step ahead is enough. And don't hold the pose for them. Don't hold the body for them. Let the body do the work so they can get used to it. And uh, I was agreeing, I was agreeing. And the whole time I heard was like, the devil's in the details. The devil's in the details. The devil's in the details. So I, but for me, a good adjustment. Yes, you want to aim for uh, the next step. But a good adjustment is a well-executed adjustment. I mean, the execution, how you perform the adjustment as a teacher is essential. I mean, the... What do you mean, what do you what mean I, by, what I mean by, is by that, that, for instance? What I mean is that when you adjust back bends, you protect the lower back. When you adjust a forward bend, you protect the hamstrings. When you do twist, you find the final bouncy moment when the body says, I'm done with this, right? When you adjust... A transition, you make sure that they don't fall on their face or they have a sense of fear in what they're doing, right? The, there is a lot of technique. Also, there is a communication of back and forth between the person adjusting and the body of the person adjusted. So yeah. uh, the way I do it, the way I execute them is I come in and the first thing is like I, I am not touching you and then I am touching you. So your body has to acknowledge I'm there. So does your body want to move or not? Right, yes. Right? It's, it's, so, it's, it is true. It's true. Then the body says, no, thank you very much. I'm done. If I, and if I, if I, it has happened to me. Yeah. I if go it, in. Even, even if they say, yes, I, I, I want. I mean, they don't say yes I because want, we don't, we don't I ask. Want, I want an adjustment. Because, I mean, we, we no, warn. I, I we do go, ask. I, you don't ask. We, don't, we, te- we warn them. We don't ask them. We warn them. That's like not that, true. That's just true. We go to the, I mean, because we do workshops. Unfortunately, in terms of adjustments, we go around the world. And we go see people that we have never seen before. I'm sorry. I, and I, I tell them, we adjust them. We are very good at it. We're going to give you adjustments. And if you don't want an adjustment, let us know. Exactly. And who raises the hands? 
Nobody, because nobody wants to be single down in the room and say, that is the weirdo that has raised the hand and doesn't want adjustments. Look at her. <laughs> nobody raises the hand. So even if we are saying I politely, oh, you can tell us if you don't want the adjustment. Nobody's going to go say, me, I'm the weirdo, I'm the weirdo. I think so. I they think don't. In, yeah, I think in, in some places that one. they have. <laughs> we, we have been to 2,500 places and one person has done that. Okay. Okay. Every other person fair, that did not want point, uh, every point. other person that did not want to get adjusted, when I went to touch them, when I went to adjust I them, would be totally they said okay, no. I don't I, want that. I would be totally okay if they told me don't adjust me. I'm like okay, great. But they don't no want pro- to be no singled problem. out. I mean, nobody wants to be singled out as the weird one because we have enough issues with everything in our heads and our bodies and our everything. So people don't like that. Okay. Okay. So. I mean, right, so then we, no, nobody, if, say, nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. And then when you go adjust that person, they then, go, no. then the, bo- the body is really saying... Sometimes like, they say mm-hmm. the, body, the, body, the body doesn't move. Yeah. The body does not want to move. I try to invite because I don't push. I find space, use space. I say that a thousand times. Right? You go and find the space in the body, invite this to this, the spine to expand up. And I find space between the vertebrae, and then I invite the twist. So I use the space in the twist, right? right? When I lift up, when I invite the direction of up in the spine, they don't move. The body doesn't move. <laughs> Sometimes there's no space. They're, they cannot move, but that has happened like twice. Everybody is that did not want to move, did not want to move. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like, mm. so no adjustments for me. And then a few said, eh, no, 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 no. Don't touch me, don't touch me, don't touch me. And that has happened too. And we gave them all the option of saying, if you don't want adjustments, we're not going to get like offended, right? Right, no. So pff, there's a thousand more people in the room, so we'll, we'll adjust them. I totally under- understand that. I mean, because I would be also very hesitant if, you know, I don't, I don't know this teacher or, some, or something, I, I would also be like, mm, let's just not, you know. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't don't adjust me. So I, I would be I would be okay. And it has happened has happened to me. Like I go in, I was in that place in I can I remember the room, the lady, the back. I, I know exactly who I'm talking about. The it was a bit older lady. So I went in and I adjusted on purpose. See the twist because a twisting pose, not too deep, is a very safe pose to adjust. Right? I'm not gonna mm-hmm. adjust a, a pose that involves hamstrings, for example. Right? So. I go in, and the first thing I do, place my hands and invite up. And her body goes, whoop, and gives me, the, gives me the space. And then I invite into the twist. And she goes in. When, as she's breathing out, I go push a bit more until the, the body bounces back into my hands. And then I leave it. So I take her a bit more than she would without me. And then I let, try to let, leave her, right, in that pose so she can experience right. it. And then she was like, I am so happy that you knew what you were doing. Da, da, da. I think that what she meant is like, I am so happy that you were careful. Right. Right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't push very hard. I didn't do anything like extremely extraordinary of any kind. I was careful and I kind of followed the conversation with her body. Do you want to be adjusted? And the body says yes or no. Do you want to go further? Yes or no. Do you want to go further? Yes or no. Yeah. And when the body said no with the movement, I There's I definitely a back and forth talk, invisible talk with that person's body like mm-hmm. it's 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 communicating very clearly what he, what he wants from you you know and there's when I teach workshops there's people that come to my workshops all the time and and that trust so blindly that is too it's, much. it's amazing I, I'm just I'm in awe I, I'm like wow you would 
really like walk through fire for me. I mean, it's like incredible how much I don't think I can trust that much. That much anybody. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I feel so honored that you know, just like go like, dude, just catch me or just crazy backbend, crazy hip opener, something. You know, it's great, and and I. I'm just in awe of that, but you, you can definitely tell like that person is just so relaxed and so at ease and so engaged and so present in the moment. So you can definitely take that person there, um, you know, much further. Whether as someone that is perhaps has in practice with you or with me or not that much, and it's a little bit more reluctant. Totally normal, and then just okay, just kind of I want to prove okay. To your mind, okay, this is this is safe. You can you can trust the process. You can trust the, the what's going on here. So you know, in the next class, then you'll trust a little, you'll trust me a little bit more, and so on. I think it's gained that that complete trust is gained one by one. You know, little by little, adjustment by adjustment. You know, one by one. And you also, I mean, there's obviously. Besides that, there's this also the idea of, you know, how much are you going to adjust someone in a class, right? How much mm -hmm. do you adjust your students or one particular student or how much of your time when you're teaching do you spend adjusting your students, right? That's, uh, that's all those questions that I had in my mind when I, when I first started teaching because nobody really tells you, like, the recipe. Yeah. Like, what's the percentage? Like, how much of the time do you actually adjust Versus how much of the time are you, what are you doing? Are you just walking around the class? What, what do you do? Just, are you demoing? Are you reading poetry? Are what you, is the answer? Uh, it, yeah, the answer, it, it depends on the style or how you teach. Agree. I, I, I not only the style, I, I think it depends on your strengths. Only on your strength. I mean, my, my, I mean, my the style is style of yoga. It's it's the how style. how your you, your own style of how yeah. you teach. You know, so people like to they're very verbal and they communicate better talking, etc. Or demoing, and they do great demos, and you know they mm -hmm. they show very clearly what you want, what they want you to do. And so people are like you. You don't demo that much. Not that much. <laughs> I mean, if you have from zero to ten, maybe close to zero point five. You demo some. Double pigeon forward bend. So you yeah, master it, but after demo, that, it's done. You demo some, and but you know, you you find to people that feel comfortable with the adjustments, then they rely on them, and they spend more time walking around the room adjusting the students. So it really depends on what you think your strengths are, and or what you want to make your strengths, you mm. know? Yeah, but I mean, for example, I, because I taught a level one, two, and I taught a level three. Remember that when it was? Right. In a, in a level one, two, I liked to go and adjust you. The poses were not as hard as a level three, obviously, but I had to go and demo because there were people that were very new. Right. So you have to go and t say, this is how you move your body from this pose to the next pose. So you have to spend some time. When I was in a level three, it was like, first pose and with my articulate language <laughs> I could actually drive them through the class with no problem my Shakespearean expression of the English language language and stuff <laughs> and uh, I would just adjust them and adjust them and adjustment but they knew what they were doing 
every single one had been there for a while. That's why they were in a level three, quote unquote, right? right? Exactly. And uh, they, I mean, we knew why we were there. We were there to warm up carefully, po, 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 and then spend as much time as we could in the peak poses. <laughs> That's how we did the class every single time. And every single person in that room was better than me by, <laughs> by a lot, <laughs> by a lot. And they kept coming back because the formula was working awesome for all of us. I mean, I could adjust them, which is what I was good at, and they could be adjusted, which is what they wanted to try. Like, I want to try these really hard poses. That's why I'm coming at level three class. I think it's actually very hard to find a good adjuster. A it good, is. A good person, and a honestly, good teacher that, that adjusts. It is easier to find, in my experience, a good teacher that can project the voice, you know, talk nicely, very express themselves very beautifully and very clearly, even, you know, very anatomically beautiful, whatever. But when it comes to the touch, it's actually very... But I mean, do you... Diff- it's very difficult because I think it's actually... Wait, 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 let me, let me, let me finish, let me finish. It's actually... <laughs> shut up. It's actually easier to... I don't want to say bullshit. Yes, you want to use bullshit. But it's, that's the it's, word. It's actually easier to bullshit people when you're, you know, pretend that you talk, yeah. you know, that like you know what you're talking about. But when it comes to touching, there's you cannot lie. Yeah, you, know, you cannot lie. You cannot lie with your touch. Yeah, it's the touch. You does either not lie have it or you and, don't. Or you don't. You have the experience. I mean, you, and you have the knowledge, and you same. can show it, and you prove it with your adjustment, or and you, you don't. don't. And it's like you're like naked. You know, it's yeah. just you're naked I mean, in, front of, in front of your students there. If you, if you know what you're doing, it comes through your hands. If you don't know what you're doing, it comes through your hands. If you're too cocky, it comes through your hands. If you're uh, not completely sure about the adjustment, it comes through your hands. If you're too self-centered, like this is about me, it comes through your hands. Yeah, absolutely. Like every single personality trait, amazingly enough, if you're too worried about the, adju- the student, it comes through your hands. Or the adjustment on how you... It's unbelievable. It is ruthless. And uh, the, I think the only way is to practice and practice and practice and practice, and, which is what I had. I mean, I had like so many years of practicing, trying to, or adjusting you, right, before we got to the studio. And then we got to the studio and I got to adjust even more people in the studio. So I think that is, I mean, because I consider myself to be good at it. You know, like, oh my God, false modesty, no shit, I'm good at this. Yeah. I know no, I'm good no, at you're, this, you're, period. You're, you're amazing. I mean, you're also, amazing. something you're we amazing. know is that people who did martial arts, when they were young, people that had some kind of discipline that forced them to interact with other bodies one way or another, right? Right. Those yes. people have a much easier time. Understanding. Yes. The mechanics. The mechanics. And yeah. Also, if you've done that, that um, one thing that is very important for me when I do the adjustment is how I place myself and the weight of my body to be extremely, extremely stable. So the adjustment I'm giving feels extremely, extremely stable. Yeah. And people that have done martial arts or some kind of competitive, like, they know how to manage their weight. Right. They know where the center of gravity is. They are not going to move. They're going to be extremely stable. People that have never had to do that, or be, never got knocked down and roll around and uh, had to defend themselves in that way, they just go sideways, stretch their arm too much, off balance, and I'm that is how always, it feels. I'm always, I'm always shocked at that. Like, people, like... Make it comfortable, the adjustment also comfortable for you so that, so that you are solid. You're, you're very 
you know, steady in, in the adjustment because if you're, if you're not, it's going to come through your adjustment. And not only that, you're going to feel so exhausted by the right, third yeah. class that you teach this week. Trust me, coming from someone that taught 18 to 22 privates a week and group classes and you name it. So you need to minimize the amount of exertion that you get per class and minimize the amount of or the probability of injuring yourself you know, through that, through that adjustment, yeah. because it's a possibility. It's a real possibility if you do it wrong, but right? If you overuse your arms or something, I'm like, and it's like, oh, it's news to me. I need to bend my knees here. I need to put my weight on my le- on my legs. And I'm like, wow, you really have not adjusted much in your life. And again, the, I go back to the martial arts or any kind of like, kind of, kind of like pushing, rocking, tumbling, throwing, you when you try to punch the bag, the bag, right? Or you're like doing something like that, or you do aikido, right? Or you do like a the the teacher will tell you don't use your muscle, use the weight of your body, right. use the body dynamic, right? So the I, when I say when I'm teaching the adjustment, it's like gravity is free. Your muscles are very expensive, right? So if you try to if you try to adjust with the muscle, especially men, because your arms are bigger, your arms are feel stronger, so you try to feel, and sorry, you try to adjust with muscle, 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 muscle. By the third class, you don't feel your arms. Your shoulders, you cannot lift your arms anymore. Your shoulders are dead. By the third day, you cannot adjust anymore. But if you adjust with the weight of your body, reality, this reality, has a rule that is called gravity in it, right. and it's given for free, right? So if you use the weight of your body to do the adjustment, you can do it forever. So if you just place yourself in a way that you can actually take advantage of that gravity. So that is a lot of learning how to move your body in space. And you yeah. need to train on that. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that, I mean, some kids, some people, some, I mean, you, you see some, some dancers, for example, right? And uh, you see them dance and you go, how does he or she do that? How can they have such relationship with space and their body and the way they move and the way they flow and they move, right? So there are some people that are gifted for that. But the other 90% of us, right, we're not. So then the other 90% of us, we have to go through some kind of training that teaches us how to move, how to balance ourselves, our bodies, our this or that, right? And as much as it is about you putting your hands on another human being and being as respectful and nice and slow and have the conversation, right? It's a lot about how you manage your own weight, how you manage your own body, and how you you go around their body to be able to do the movement properly, right? Right. So it is it is complicated. I mean, it is it's a whole it is it's a percentage of the solution is you managing you, and a percentage of the solution you managing them, right? And there's a the relationship between those two things. And I mean, I always say that I if I see where you place yourself for the adjustment. I cannot tell you if it's going to be a great adjustment because there's lots of many things. But if you place yourself in the wrong way, in the wrong place, I know it's going to be a bad adjustment. I really know. I mean, if you don't, you know, the feet, yeah. if the feet are not in the right place, I know it's going to be bad. So I have a question about adjustments that I get asked all the time. Should I do an adjustment of a pose that I don't practice, that I cannot do, that I'm not familiar with? Should I, am I, is that okay to do that? Or is that not okay to do that? Question, question to you. I mean, the obvious answer is, of, of course, no, no. Ha, 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 ha. But I adjusted so many places I couldn't do. 
But the recent way I could do that it was because I practiced on you for 10 years. Right? So, 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 so in reality, you had the library, that library, exactly. and, and you had seen that, and you had seen that pose. You want, you must practice. You must practice, you must practice. I mean, the, when, again, they come to our, they come, you used to do this, the training of the adjustments, only the teacher trainings, remember? And we had, I had like eight hours of the whole 200 just to teach them adjustments. And after the eight hours, 80 hours, 80 hours, not 80 hours, 80 hours. So after the 80 hours of doing this, I still was not 100% satisfied with everybody. I mean, usually out of 10 people, there were three, four that I was very happy with. I mean, they got it. They really got it. And, they, and when they came out, we were extraordinary adjusters. The other six, seven, I was not happy. I mean, they were okay, but I mean, I was not like completely comfortable. See, you need to keep practicing. So I have to disagree a little bit with uh, disagree with, with you with you here Damn it. because it kind of seems like yeah what you're saying maybe I'm just reading it wrong but you're reading it wrong like <laughs> I think like yes if you practice you can practice adjustments that of poses that you've never done before you know, and you've never you know you it, it's not a part of your repertoire of poses. And I strongly advise against that. Absolutely. I, I mean, that, that, is, that is my, my opinion. So if they ask me, I'd say, no, don't do it. Because your case is very unique. Yeah, it's true. It's very different from everybody else's. Yeah, because I had Those people don't have... A Carmen home to uh, do adjustments on for 10 years. Exactly. Exactly. So the answer is no. The answer is no, but, 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 but. Then... It's like, then I can only do, I can only adjust, I can only teach poses that I can do 100%. Uh, yes. Right? That's where we're going. Yes. So, can you, again, something you should never ever do is do an adjustment in a class that you have not practiced before. <laughs> that is a 100% no. But you say, I want to learn adjustments. The only way to do it is to practice. You get a friend, another fellow teacher, and you meet. You say... Can, let's do this, right? I'm going to adjust you. You're going to adjust me on the same pose. And we're going to discuss. How does it feel? What if I do this? What if I do that? What if I do this? What if I do that, right? And uh, you'll, get, you'll get good if you do that. I mean, it's, like, it's a process of trying to decipher what works, what doesn't work. I will save you time. Somebody like me, not me, but somebody like me will save you time because I'll give you my repertoire of adjustments. These things I know it works. Right. And this is how right. you execute them so you don't hurt anyone. Right. And you actually, it feels good and blah, 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 right? So taking classes from somebody else is going to save you a ton of time. But the only way is go and try. I don't, the thing is that there's no culture of doing that. I mean, there's, I mean, I'm thinking again of dancing and tango, right? You go and find a partner and you want to get good. What do you do? You practice. You go and uh, you go and you don't like really take classes. You, there's a certain point that you know what you're doing. There's no class available or you want to like explore yourself. So you find time to practice dancing with each other. Here you go and practice adjustment with each other. I don't know any, anybody I have ever heard that has done that. <laughs> Nobody. I mean, I, and we have taught enough classes for somebody to come to me and say, I regularly meet with my friend La 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 and we do adjustments <laughs> on each other and uh, we have these questions. We've been, how many years have we, done, have, been, have we been doing this? Nobody has ever said that to me. Nobody. I think it, it would, it definitely it would be something very, very, very useful. And also, the, the way this, this question is phrased, 
it kind of implies that, well, if I can do the pose, then I know what I'm talking about. Absolutely not. And I know, I, I, I know how to adjust it. No. And that is such a dangerous no. thing to assume. No. The answer you know? is no. The answer is no. Because there's a lot of people that, let's say, they do crazy backbends. They're so beautiful, so amazing, but they have no clue how to adjust those. The, you know, so it's that it doesn't yeah. it doesn't mean like oh I'm not you know a very bendy person. I try. I mean I I practice you know very devoutedly and I I'm very committed to my practice and I don't do like super crazy backbends. Let's just say this happens a lot. This is a scenario that happens a lot. And maybe I should not be. But the but the, someone that is crazy flexible is by nature is not going to know yeah. anything either. Yeah. You know, so you're better off with perhaps yeah. with this with the one that cannot do it that well because that person's going to be very careful and maybe you know they oh just I don't know how does it feel this is okay this is good I, I, you know you, yeah. you know what I'm saying so I 100% agree because I mean out of the out of the, again, we had the teacher trainings, and out of ten people, three of them, four of them, I was very happy. Yeah. Never, I cannot remember one right now. Not because I'm thinking about people that are in my list of really good adjusters. Not even one of them is good, flexible, gifted at yoga poses. Their hamstrings were awful. The whole body was painful. They could not bend forward or back. They had not too much strength. They were too little. She was gifted, actually, that one. Uh, like, the, everyone had difficulties. I mean, the, it's a gift that your body hurts. My body hurts in every direction when I do yoga. Forward <laughs> hurts. Backwards hurts. Twisting hurts. Touch the toes hurt. Inversions. Splits hurt. My shoulders get tired super fast, right? Every, everything is awful. Everything hurts. <laughs> that has helped me so much, right? So when you go, somebody comes in and says, bah, 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 this is how you do the adjustment. And uh, do you see any problem with the adjustment you've done? No, absolutely not. Because in their bodies, for their bodies, that adjustment is no problem whatsoever. Right. right? Yes, exactly. But the only option is, or there's two other options to do this properly. One, you do that adjustment to a thousand people, to a thousand different people. And you listen to the feedback from a thousand different people. Right. Then you'll become an expert. But if the only thing you know is your body, that's all you know, one body. If you are lucky enough that your body hurts like a thousand people, <laughs> that, that is a thing, that is a thing, right? I mean, look at or think about the people that were good adjusters in a studio. None of them very, were very strong practitioners. None of them. They all, they, they could they, all they feel all, the all pain had, in their body had, really fast. They all had, you know, some strengths, like some good yeah, 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 things yeah. that they could do. They could do like a, these poses yeah. or those poses, like a, they, they, a range of poses. Not, not the, everything not was... At all. Not, not at all. They were not and good that also, at it. I think that also applies as... A, the way you sequence your classes as well. Because you need you know? to warm up a lot. Because you to need to warm them up well, so then... Because your body's like... Because your body hurts if you don't warm up yeah. properly and you don't follow the steps. But, you know, but if, you, if you're very gifted to start with, then perform, you know? Because yeah. if you teach like that, what works for you, it's not going to work for a lot of people, you know? It's, it's, it's not... So oftentimes, I mean, I say yes, absolutely. I mean, you have to... 
ideally you want to be able to do some expression of the pose that you want to teach you know and so that you, the basic principles of it so you got they got the cover but doing the full thing the full expression maybe not if you are careful if you are consistent with that practice you include it regularly i never teach anything that i haven't practiced many 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 times before i mean trying something that you've seen let's just do this pose guys and then i'm going to figure out as i go how to adjust it that is just such a recipe for disaster right when so i always always and people ask me so how do you do it? i'm like well because i always in my practice i always include uh like some minutes, anything between mm -hmm. 20, 25 minutes to just try different stuff every day. Like I, I have a set number of things that I do. And then at the end, and you know, just kind of some things to just play around. So in case I'm teaching next week, you know, and, and in case I'm, I'm doing this or this or this or this workshop. And then I, I, I have that cover and I do that several times, not just one time because that one day that was yeah. very stiff or very flexible. I try that several times so that I, I know, okay, I, I think that this works. Doable or right? not doable, just, yeah. And when I had the studio, it was, it was even better because I, I would try that on my regular crowd. I did the same know, thing. And my regular Sorry, students. Kind of. <laughs> that, no, that, I mean, I, I tried with the teachers. And I, w I would try that and it's, okay, how does it feel? I need some feedback on this. How is this for you, et cetera. And, and so I think that's, that's a good lab to, a good laboratory, just experiment and yeah. just play, play around with that so that, that, that you can then teach it and, and, you know, just teach it in workshops or, or something, no? So, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I completely agree with the exploration part. I mean, the, I remember like asking once, because I, I used to have teachers, teachers from our studio used to come to my classes, right? Right. And I never, ever, ever tried a new adjustment in a student. I always tried a new adjustment in a teacher. So I remember asking on the, on one of the them, yeah. um, what is the difference between, because I was trying to explain how to, I, I've been trying to explain how to do adjustment for a long time. Like a, I, so I went to a third person and say, how would you describe my adjustments compared to somebody else's adjustments? And the only thing she said is like, you're always trying stuff. Like, shoot, that gives me no information, thank you so much. Because I mean, but what was happening is that I, the, the way that I was practicing is the teachers in the studio that I knew that we were working together, I mean, they came to my class to take the class. And if I was trying a new adjustment to see how it felt, I went to them, I tried the adjustment. And then when the class finished, I went to them again and said, that thing that I did was new. And of course, I, they realized it was new. How did you feel? And then after the class, we, many times we practice. Or I, I, they let me practice with their body. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Right? So I was always doing the, what I'm telling people to do all and practice. I was always doing that as much as I could all the, all the time, all the time, all the time. So I, I don't know. Maybe so what, what are, let's just ask, like, what are the some absolute no-no things in adjustments? My, rule, my golden rule? You want my golden rule? No, I mean, no, just like... Is that what you're going? Are you, are you no, going yeah, with <laughs> you're going with your golden rule, but... My golden you know, rule? Like, my golden rule? No, okay, what, what, what is your golden rule? I mean, the, I, the first times we taught adjustments was in the TT, and I had so much time, like, again, 80 hours of it, like I, had, I could make them do the adjustment over and over and over until I was happy, right? Until they were careful, until that nobody was not get hurt, etc. And then one day we had to do a workshop. I like, uh, let's go travel, teach adjustments. And I went, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. 
Because the first thing that in my head was like, you can hurt someone with an adjustment. So how do I make sure that when I give them the adjustments by the end of the weekend, they are no more dangerous than before we started the weekend, right? So my golden rule, as I came in, and I start like this every single place, every single class, every single, like the golden rule is never fast, never down, period. Hmm. So you never adjust fast. The exceptions are in terms of balancing. If there's a transition, you have to go and accompany the body. The body is moving fast, so you move as fast as their body. But you're not doing the adjustment fast. You're accompanying their body as fast as the body is moving. Right, So yeah. that, is, that doesn't really count as a fast adjustment. And never down. And that is a very tricky one. Because you, many times, it's like a, you have a forward bend on the floor, right? right? How do I adjust you deeper in a forward bend if I'm not pushing down? And that is where the find the space, use the space, and then you have the muscles being used, right? So... The one of them is going to contract, one of them is going to expand, both are going to be tense. How do you relax, find the space, give them the pose back to them? So that whole conversation has to happen. My, my whole style is around the idea of never fast, never down. Because if you push down, whatever is the weakest point in their body will take that push down. Yeah. If the knee hurts, it's going to go to their knee. If the ankle hurts, it's going to go to the ankle. If the back hurts, it's going to go to the back. Whatever hurts in their body... That's where they're gonna feel the push down into the floor. You cannot push into the floor. And one one very easy trick, I mean, for me when it comes to, to adjustments, is or one very easy thing to apply is like we always talk when or you always talk okay. when you teach uh, workshops, just take the balancing element oh. uh, out of the equation. Yeah. So if you're if you don't know how to adjust any, yeah. anything, you're like I don't I don't know anything, I I don't know, but yeah. I want to make myself useful. Just taking care of a balance is a tremendous help. Yeah. And, and not just balancing on one leg or balancing on, on, on in handstand or anything, just in general. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're doing a warrior two and then you just put your thigh behind that person's thigh and so they don't have to work so much the muscles to just keep the warrior mm -hmm. two position. Like, oh my God, this feels amazing. Thank you so much. You know, and then it just, yeah. it's so great. It's a, that little adjustment, so fantastic, right? But it, it's, so just taking take care, taking yeah. care of the, ba the balancing element is an enormous help. You I mean, know, you're doing half moon and you just, you know, I don't have to open your chest more in half moon or open your hip or just lifting that upper leg more or just revolving or locking the base knee more or just putting, giving you a block for the hand. How about we just... You know, you let that person, yeah. person's hips lay onto you a little bit. Fantastic. Done. You know, and that, that, that person is actually going to do all of that. It's just going to open up. It's going to extend the leg, everything on their own, you know. In, I mean, the realization is that in any pose that you're doing, except if you're laying down on the ground, of course. But I mean, or you know, you're on the floor, like sitting right. down and stuff. But any standing pose you do, 90% of your muscles is working on anti-gravity functions, like not falling down, basically. Right. So... Only a 10% of the muscles will be working on adopting a pose, whether the pose is warrior two or half moon or whatever the heck it is, right? So if you try to adjust the pose... Or handstand? Or handstand. Handstand is 100% uh, balance, yeah. right? So, I mean, 
the, every, every muscle, every cell in your body is fighting balance in a handstand. You're, you're, you're like, like tips my fingernails, of the, like fingernails my are fingernails are just all so bouncing, you know, they have intelligence and they're, my fingernails are like, like I shall not like, die today. <laughs> I will not die today, motherfuckers. I will not die today. So, yeah, no, no. But I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like a pose that is not like, looks like it's a balancing challenge, right? Any pose that is not a balancing challenge, still, 90% of your muscles are working not to fall down. And 10% are working to get the position and the movement and the shape of the pose. So if you work against the shape, it is very flashy. Oh my God, you went deeper into the pose. You just solved or you worked against 10% of the work of the muscles in your body. If I just go in and all I do is make your pose extremely stable, like a pole the wall, I'm like a wall or I'm like a clasp, I'm some kind of... Uh, anchoring point anchoring point against the floor and I just remove the problem or balance then suddenly your muscles ca can stop worrying about falling down and can you, now you can use if you just all, go your from, all your resources from 10 to 20% yeah. into the move I just doubled your capacity to do the, the yoga pose right it's just true. by removing the it's very true so when as a, as a teacher, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no clue. I am very scared. Remove the balancing, the balancing problem from the from the pose. Just let them lean on you, or just grab the back leg if you're standing pose or something. Like a, yeah, like a standing pose or something, or like a twisty standing pose, or like uh, whatever. Just hold them. Just yeah. hold them somehow. As long as you're not preventing them from moving, right? Or they move and you're in the way. Get out of the way. But I mean. Just hold right. them right. and they will love you forever. And then you'll learn to do the pose and go deeper and stuff like that. But when I'm, again, when we go and this is how you adjust, da, 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 the first thing you do is you solve the balance problem, the gravity problem. You solve gravity yeah. first and then you do the pose, the shape, the yeah. yoga, the asana. But first is gravity, first is reality. And then it goes into the specifics of the move, you know. Yeah, I find that I, I, it always freaks me out when someone's breathing on my face when they when they doing an adjustment for, for for whatever reason like you know they're breathing right in front of my face I hate that so much yeah I, don't I really think, do I don't think maybe maybe I think it's a weirdness you have I think <laughs> everybody else loves it it's like a, <laughs> they it's like a, they feel like the closeness with the teacher I you especially be sure, you, you if they sure. had like a. Onion soup before lunch. <laughs> I like, no, yeah. but I, you know, some people like just don't my. I, I just don't even like in my, you know, periphery, Around. periphery of my face, even in my ear. You know, if I just hear you breathing in my ear, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, <laughs> like like that, I just no. You as an adjuster, you should be invisible. You know, I mean, the idea is that or you so, come or in, someone sweating on me, which has happened. That is even better. You know, than, I don't know. Like, like, what someone sweating, so, even on my back, like I'm doing a forward so, fold, and I feel a drop. Someone's drop choose, of sweat on my back. I'm like, how fucking okay, gross. So is this? option one, somebody breathing at you, <laughs> like onion breath. <laughs> option two, like profusely sweating on you. Which one would you pick? Of of what? Of, you have to pick one of them. Which one? To, to, yeah. to, to, yeah, get to get that, it, to get, get it, that yeah. punishment? You can go teach. You can, there's two classes, you know? So you come no, I, to the no, studio neither, and there's two classes. Neither one, yeah? neither one. And you, you, ha you had to take a class. You had to take a class. Neither like a, one. You have to do it, right? So no. it's like, okay, you have to go to the breath guy or the sweaty guy. Oh! 
Those are my, my only, only two, two choices. choices. Or you go home and practice. So I practice. go home. I go home. There's just no way I'm see, going home. That's how or you I'm do giving it. Or I'm a chewing gum to the to the breath guy. Ah, I see know. that. Or or I'm just like I don't know. Do you like like one of like, those like, like headbands, headbands or, from the eighties? The fluffy ones. Sodium pills or something to that to that sweaty guy. I don't know how how long they take to the, do the work or something. I, I remember that we were doing a training and I'm like. Stop sweating at me. Stop sweating. <laughs> like one of the people what, that was, I was training, I'm like, you need to, to figure out how to stop sweating. I mean, this is just not working out. This is not working. And we were just all laughing so much. I said, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. What a headband. I don't know. Just, you know, just do something. Fi- figure, figure it out what, what to do, you know. Yeah. But it, it was, I, that, that always, you know, it's, it's always stuck with me because it's, it's happened several times and I'm like, you know, or someone's with very, very smelly feet. Right, and they just come adjust you, and you're just in a four fall or something, and they just. What classes have you taken? Oh, many classes, obviously, and these are just a few scenarios that can happen, and you know, and that's why every time I like, before going to class, you know, I would always like smell my feet, making sure your own feet they, like they don't smell or something. I don't know. It just it's it's important, right? Because it's so you smell you your know, body all around before I, going. I go into Barakonasana, you know, simple mm, like okay. forward fall, like okay, mm, so okay. Like, no, it's good, it's good. Okay. You know, I can go wash my feet if necessary. I actually love to wash my feet all the time. You know, if it's like a little, little bit dirt, because I, I love to go barefoot all the time. So just washing my feet, you know, to just they they look clean uh, when I yeah. teach, etc. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's 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 happened, it's happened, it's happened. Okay. So. Just, just saying, okay. just saying. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we can leave the horror stories for our next, our next episode. For, for, a, for a future another one, episode. for a future yeah, one. Yeah, it would be very catchy. Let's do that. It should be catchy. Yeah. <laughs> it would be or, like a classic. A classic. Of not listening to that shit. They're going to go like throw out afterwards. Okay. All right. Thank okay. you guys for listening. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, this was <laughs> Carmen. And Moises. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Okay. Bye. Take care.